Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of We Can Fix It, another damn podcast about film. We take films we should have loved, point out how they fell short, and then we make new versions, ones we would have enjoyed so much more. It's everything you never asked for, so stick around and join us for Avengers Endgame, the Gripes Edition. We all went to watch Avengers Endgame, had some issues, had some real issues. So where do you want to start? You Did you actually watch through the entire thing? Yeah, yeah, I watched through it again. I have some points that kind of like are at no particular part of the story other than it just bothered me. Right. Um, so this obviously follows the events of Infinity War, right? Which we're not going to to touch. Infinity War is going to stand. We're not changing anything. By yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's because a, that that's, was a, perfect, that's a good movie. It's that's not a very perfect, good, not perfect. That's a very good movie. But yeah, we won't go into the details of Infinity War unless we absolutely had to, right? Right. Unless it's absolutely relevant. Sure. Sure. One of my major gripes, and this is really all going to be gripes, isn't it? Let's face it. Um, <laughs> one of my major gripes is the use of Captain Marvel. Okay. So, it is. She's great in the trailer. Yeah. Well, she. Since she even showed bothered to show up in the trailer, she's already overrepresented then <laughs> as compared to how much she's actually in the movie, yeah, which is yeah. part of my main gripe uh, yeah. with her inclusion, but also just how she's used in general. So she somehow finds Stark and Nebula floating in space, right? right. Their life raft is failing, basically. Yeah. And she just conveniently, for the purposes of pushing the fl- plot forward, she, she's there. She's we, have no, we have no problem with that. Well, yeah. well, I, I don't. I don't have a particular have problem, problem with that. that. Oh, you don't have a problem with that. That's not the. Problem. I had a problem with it, but then oh, it, was, it was it was retroactively explained to me that what you saw in the trailer for the movie, where she comes and and they have this talk, is supposed to have happened, and then she goes off and finds Tony yes, to- yeah, yeah, and yes, comes back. Yeah. But I guess this is how we watch movies now through trailers and through forums that explain oh. things that have happened. So your gripe is basically it was not as advertised in the trailer. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm saying that I also agreed with you to be like, well, what are the chances of Captain Marvel finding these two guys floating mm-hmm. in space? But then it was explained to me that, oh, actually, she does meet the Avengers on Earth first, uh, finds yeah. out that he's missing, and then goes up and goes yeah, to yeah, right yeah. Down. And see, I don't have a problem with her finding them, it, but I do have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. So the information that she uses to find them, I thought they were going to weave that into her introduction into the Avengers, because she is supposed to be one of the Avengers after that, right? She doesn't even really have an introduction. She just shows up, and everyone's like, well, I guess you're Avenger already. We didn't even have a conversation about it, but I guess, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit of time passes. You know, Robert Downey Jr. is now back. He's got an IV hooked up to him, whatever. He's healing. And then she's just standing there, doing nothing. And no one's curious about her, like, hey, where was this one? You know, like, who are you? You're Avenger now? Oh, you're claiming to be the first Avenger, you know, Captain America. Wait, 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 but the whole Warhammer thing where he's like, yeah, where have you been? And she's like, hey, uh, the whole universe But that wasn't until after. That wasn't until after the movie. A lot of back, there was a lot of, uh, you know, chatting between the characters, you know, like Stark and Captain America. They're still having a bit of a feud, you know, lovers quarrel or whatever. And actually, this is another point. Stark accuses Captain America of not being there. Mm -hmm. Where were you when we were fighting Thanos or whatever? And I was like... Dude was in Wakanda. It's not like he wasn't there. Right. That was important too. I guess Stark never knew that. Right. Or didn't care. Or I'm not sure if I have a problem with that per se, but the fact that Captain America doesn't even respond to that, like, dude, I was in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was fight. I literally put hands on Thanos. <laughs> right. All right. So I was doing my part too. So don't. 
But there was none of that. He just kind of like took it. Because he couldn't believe it. Because, you know, because he wasn't thinking. He was like, I was, wasn't I? Was I what? Was. <laughs> where? Oh, wait. You're right. Where? Oh, right. Yeah, maybe he was I thinking about it. Like, well, yeah, where was I? Was I? <laughs> what are you talking was about? I, I was fighting. Ice? No, I no, was that, fighting this is that. 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 I was fighting that. I, I was have, doing I, something. Did I yeah. not? Did I not? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. You're the smart one. <laughs> maybe. I think he was talking more about the uh, Civil War. He was talking more about that. Time yeah, of that movie. they could have just played it a little bit differently, but that, that's that's a minor gripe. But it just bothered me. But I thought at some point, either previous to that or not, they would have woven Cap, getting back to the whole Captain Marvel thing, woven her into the conversation a little bit more. Sure. Either she doesn't belong, and she's going to progressively feel like she belongs more and more part of the team over time. But over the course of the movie, and again, you know, this is part of my major gripe with how they introduce the character and then just kind of like she's gone for like almost the entire movie and yeah, then she yeah. shows it up at the very end again. Yeah. We'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she's just she's just yeah. gone. But if they kind of slowly but surely fed us more and more about her, part of my criticism of the character is they may, they're making her kind of a bit arrogant but not arrogant because like Thor is arrogant too but Thor, Thor is likable arrogant. You know what I mean? Because he has flaws, right? right? So he'll say something and then something dumb will happen to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'll drop his hammer on his toe or something stupid. Sure. Uh, but with her, it's like she's just arrogant. Arrogant, period. There's nothing there to make her likable. She's just arrogant, right? Well, I like her. I really like Captain Marvel, the movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't see much of that in this movie. I, I do, I do read a lot of that even I even see uh, YouTube clips on like unlikable people do this and then they show pictures of Brie Larson all the time so so I get I get it I get it like, I get, and, yeah and they also do the same thing with, with uh, Daisy, uh, Daisy, Daisy Ridley? Ridley where they're like personality devoid character and they show her I guess because she also does not have flaws they say that she's likable but at the same time they're like no one cares about her character primarily they, they say that because she doesn't have any flaws she can suddenly have all, all, all this power that beats everyone well, but I mean I don't know like, they do, know they do have flaws it's just the reason they're not playing them as flaws in the movie do you see yeah they're, they're not they're not fleshed out characters I think yeah. you're saying she's very two dimensional and the only time that I thought in the movie where it's like oh well there's something was that moment when she sees that Nick Fury has died yeah. and I'm like oh the only person she knows left on earth is dead yeah. Like, that's the only touching thing I ever feel about yeah. Captain Marvel in this movie, right? So, yeah, you, yeah. Have to, you have to give them something. Something else to hang your head on the person. But, but that's... But it's tough when you have, like, a million characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, that's but, the big right. So, so, yes, true, but... This my should have been a five-hour movie. My, my understanding is they wanted to use her as the main character, like, basically replacing Captain America. That was my understanding in the future. She was going to basically either take Captain America's position... Doesn't or feel Tony Stark's position Doesn't feel in terms way. of having the, that main cast. In which case, you need a proper introduction. She needs to feel like an Avenger at some point. And that's why I don't mind the abrasiveness in the beginning. You need to give it time. So are they going to do that? I think that was the, the original if, intention. If they don't do that, is your gripe a little less? <laughs> it's great that we have this Superman-like character who's basically... No, it's unlimited not. power, but not. it doesn't make sense in having these compelling stories because what about her take... hair changing? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's like she can take care of everything, but the, the way they give us some kind of stake 
is that she's gone for most of the movie. Yeah. And she, maybe she'll come back at the end. To have her as a member of the Avengers is great, but yeah. is that the compelling story that we want to watch? The ones where she's just taking care of like all the crime here on Earth? Or are we talking about all the intergalactic crime? Like That's her job. Like She takes care of the universe. Yeah. And so that's her role. I can't imagine that she would just hang out on Earth yeah, but and take care of Earth stuff you, you when gotta, she got to worry about that. you got to think of the context of her appearance. So to my understanding, her movie came up right previous to this movie. So that we can get the backstory. So we know who so she is. So we know who she yeah. is so they can introduce her. Yeah. And they introduce her very close to the beginning of Endgame. You would have a better point, I would say, if she only showed up at the very end. Like, I've been saving the whole universe and now yeah. I have just enough time to show up and, and help you guys out a little bit. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Well, they introduce her and then she's just gone. Um, Because otherwise, what problem would they have if she was there the whole time? That's that's very plausible. Like, I'm surprised she even made it back in time to take care of... But what was the point of introducing her in the beginning? They did use her as the person who brings uh, Iron Man back to Earth. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And by the way, so we won't get into it, but I had another idea of who could have done that. This is how you're going to make it better. We'll leave that to the end. But um, So if you guys don't mind, we'll, we'll go to the next um, thing that I thought was a bit of an issue, but it may not be. Pretty early on, there's all this buildup of Thanos, oh, he's still around, oh, he still has, has the gauntlet, right? Oh, how are we going to defeat him? They yeah. show up, and it's a huge letdown, because he's, mm-hmm. he's destroyed the, the stones, and they have a very unsatisfactory uh, confrontation with them, right? And then, basically, the villain of the movie becomes depression. Yeah. Because Thanos dies and they're all unfulfilled. He's <laughs> also cooking a delicious gazpacho. <laughs> you notice it? You notice it? I didn't notice Thank you, Mike. He was cooking. He was cooking. He, he, was he did not something. get to eat it. Yeah. He did not get to eat it, yeah. So Finally. Avenger. Avenger. We did it. For, for good or for bad. I mean, I will say one thing. One good thing is it, this, this actually surprised me they went this direction. Right. Yeah. For bad, okay, the characters were already depressed. Now they're even more depressed. Yes. So they were already super depressed and we're like, okay, finally, some action begins. You know, like they're going to take on Thanos again. And then it's a super depressing interaction with a crappy payoff. And then they go even into deeper uh, depression after that. And you're just like, okay, when is this movie going <laughs> to kick into gear and they get out of their depression phase and back, you know, it just seemed like a whole lot of, like the whole almost like first act is just pure depression. Oh, this is not the Avengers that I know. Like they'd be fighting all the way to, like I understand as humans why they mentally be in the, that position. But as a comic book, a movie based on comic books, it's like, come on, let's kick it into gear. So Anyway, I, I just put this point down as a question mark. Like, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. Because I understand from their perspective why they would be. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That they'd be depressed, of course. But for the tone of the movie, to get you invested in the movie, it just seemed like they were going into a darker and darker place. And I know inevitably, because the movie can't end there, it has to warm up. But it just seemed like it was taking an awful long time to get there. That, yeah. that, I guess, it would be my criticism. It took a long time for them to finally just get out of their depression and do something about it that's actually productive. So, Like travel back in time. Like, well, okay. One thing we, Chris is like, hold your horses, we will get there. Yeah, so we'll, we're almost there, but I wanted to point out one other thing, which is the Hawkeye killing bad guys theme. You mean Ronan killing bad guys. Okay. Ronan killing bad guys. Different guy. It's just Hawkeye <laughs> with a different hairstyle, uh, basically. Yeah. He's got, yeah. like, the Full sides. Yeah, he, Ronan, see? Ronan. Okay. Ronan. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he's the other character. That but, was his friend, Ronan. But, but <laughs> oh, yeah. so Black Widow... Ronan, the accuser. 
Black Widow's having a conversation with Captain America, and it comes up that this Ronin guy or whoever is like going around killing, you know, Mexican cartel or whatever he's doing, right? right. And and they're talking about it like it's a bad thing. And I'm thinking, under normal con- contexts, it probably would be a bad thing because there'd be no reason why you would have to do that. If we lived in a healthy world again, right? A healthy world again. I'm using air quotations for whoever's listening to this or not listening. To this. <laughs> um, but this is a kind of dystopian future because half the population died. Everyone's depressed. It's kind of a bit war torn now too. You know what I mean? Like there's different. You, you would think it actually turned out a lot yeah, better than I thought. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's not as bad it's as exactly I thought. what Thanos was going for. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as bad as I thought. They'll get be. over the depression. Is this Ron guy really a bad guy though? Like they're they're making the impression because this this is relevant later on, of course, right? Okay, sure. Between the Black Widow and the Hawkeye feud of the Soul over, Stone. over the Soul Stone sure. issue, right? Yeah. But I was even during then. He's well, not really he's, doing bad things. Well, he's, he's killing executed. bad guys. Yes, he's executing. He's judge, jury, and executioner, yeah. which, which you're not supposed. Which to. Which you're not supposed to do. But I would say he's still in the gray area. He's not a bad guy because it's not like he's killing good guys. Well, he's I mean, killing the, the bad. The guys. Avengers are in the gray Those area. Those bad guys right? have families too, Chris. <laughs> and I think they they talk about it in the movie. They're like, oh, with the scene he left behind. Yeah. So you don't know what did he. Could have done some horrific, yeah. oh, they just horrific didn't show stuff. That. I guess, I guess yeah. that's the thing. They didn't yeah. really illustrate it well. He so shit on everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't just kill them, but he spent time <laughs> posing their dead bodies. Yeah, I guess so. It's just they, maybe, they wrote his name with their bodies. Ronan was here. I wouldn't even say even if he did that. Oh, I need another head for the eye. But I thought it was a little bit too. Personally, I thought it the morality of that, their judgment of them, of him, his actions were. It's a little bit too much in the gray area for me. I would have liked him to do something that requires him to to win them back. You know, and I'm just thinking like, oh, he's killing bad guys. Like, I really don't care. Yeah, he didn't go far enough. Yeah, he didn't. He needed to go f- further for for that to pay off. I don't know what you guys think about that. I definitely felt like he was just like a moody teenager. You know, yeah, not really threatening. He was not really. He was yeah. grieving. He yeah. was like, you know, exercising. He was, he was like the Punisher, basically, yeah, just yeah, killing like people, Punisher. and it's like, you know, you, vigilanteism, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is what all the heroes are. Really. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. exactly which what, is what all the Avengers... Yeah. They, they yeah, are all, all forcing their own personal yeah, justice yeah. on people, yeah. so... Like, so that's, they should have... To make it better, they should have had one comment from Steve Rogers going, Ah, but I didn't assign those accords. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> who, who else is there? <laughs> what else is happening right <laughs> It was definitely, yeah, it, I think you're right. It didn't come across as harsh enough, so it just seemed silly. Yeah. It was just like, all uh, right. Normally I wouldn't care, but it comes up at the end, like we mentioned, you know, when they're fighting over who's going to die for the for the Soul Stone, right? Yeah. For that to be more impactful, he would have had to have been a better, uh, badder guy, I think. Yeah, so and that, that's, that's one of my biggest uh, gripes over this movie, was that moment. Yeah. And these two guys, like, fighting to kill themselves. Yeah. For each other. First, I don't think that's how the Soul Stone works. But, <laughs> yeah. Se- yeah. but second, because these two characters are doing that, and it, you're right, it would have been a great moment for you to see how far Hawkeye went by actually having to kill Black Widow when she doesn't want to die. Yes. You know, or even if it's the other way, because Black yeah. Widow is kind of like a gray character that she kills Hawkeye yeah. for the greater good of the world, but has to kill her friend, and he doesn't want to die. Yeah. But uh, oh, they, yeah, they, they she kills this. Hawkeye. So that she can sacrifice herself. No, so, so that he can, so that she, he doesn't stop her. Or there's, there's, there's different ways that you no, can. No, 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 no,
Yeah, I guess this isn't the intelligence stone. <laughs> it'd, it'd, be, it'd be funny if, like, really all they had to do was ask for it. Like, yeah. hey, Red Skull, can we have it? Oh, you figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> You're um, the first, <laughs> first ones to get done it right. Yeah. It, uh, what bothers me about that is I think the setup is good. Having them pitted against each other was yes, good. It sure. just needed to be, there needed to be more on the line. Yeah. Right, and there also needed to be. It shouldn't have been necessarily a struggle of who can die first, like who can kill themselves first. It should have been like who can put the other one in a position where they have no choice but to kill the other one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel like Hawkeye should have woken up and he didn't get the stone because that's not how. It, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it, that's not how that works. It's like her jumping off would have meant that she loves herself most. She <laughs> she would she should have shown up. That's a good point. Unless, Dead. Unless that's that a very is, good point. Unless yeah, that that is the case. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because you have to you have to be the one that sacrifices something great, right? That's right. Something you love. Yeah. yeah. So it's like oh, unless they can't sacrifice on your behalf. Unless that's revealing of Black Widow, where she does just love herself, and she's oh. like, guys, don't oh. worry, I got it. Don't worry, don't oh, worry. Oh, that's interesting. I do not care about anybody else but myself. So oh, that's you're right. That's, that's interesting. Um, but then she would have had to wake up with the stone. It no, would have she's been just Hawkeye. dead floating in the water with the stone in her hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Hawkeye's where? He's like he's floating in space yeah. somewhere or something. He's, he's, uh, he's still on the space. cliff like, what happened? What do I do now? Yeah. 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 And like, like, oh yeah, or, or the Red Skull's like, it. I've never, this has never happened yeah. to this <laughs> before. What? I don't did know she, what you're supposed to do now. Red Skull, did she, she just jumped off the side? I I might, we might want to check around. I think they show up somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just, just walk that way for about a day and maybe you'll find it. Um, I, actually, I actually don't know why. Water's up to your knees, you're too deep. You gotta find where it's just ankle, ankle deep. So let's finally get to the time travel. Getting into the time travel. Alright, getting into the time So Ant-Man kind of, I guess, becomes the catalyst for this idea. Sure. For time that travel. is weak as well. But anyway, this this is one great. of the weakest parts of the movie. I think. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, he is great, but I mean, his use, yeah. his use, yes. You know, I I have some qualms with maybe how Ant Man presents this to to Stark. But my much bigger problem with the situation is the aftermath, which is it bothers Stark. He's like, hmm, there's something to this, like shrinking down to micro size and traveling through time thing. Let me look into it. And over the course of I don't know. It's almost like they're they're cooking dinner in the One evening night. at their yeah. at their chateau yeah. or wherever they live, right? Yeah. And then he's like, hmm, "Let me try some things." And he's talking with his AI or whatever. And in the course of a couple of hours, he's got time travel figured out. Yeah, and he it was only a couple of hours because he was reluctant about it. Like, yeah, I don't want to. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna go watch some TV first. And the, and he wasn't even all in. Yeah, he was yeah, really he was, reluctant. Yeah. He's he's like, I don't think that this is a bunch of bullshit. It, we already know that Stark is a genius. Among humans, he is top tier smart. Yeah. But my problem is all of the development, even of like the pretty sophisticated technology he has, you know, the suits, and now he's got a liquid metal suit that's made out of nanotechnology or whatever. It's yeah. pretty, you know, significant technology. But nano suit, okay, you can't see my hands if you're listening, but nano suit, <laughs> time travel. Like the gap between. <laughs> There's a big gap. <laughs> the, the gap is enormous. Like if a person could invent something, what yeah. would be the most amazing thing you could invent? They, they could exist. <laughs> yeah, but what if it were replicator? Well, I don't, I don't know. Star well, Trek replicator. But, but I like how they depicted it, Chris, because ninety nine percent of the thinking 
was already like it's all automated like he's stood on his <laughs> shoulders so met so much now like his nanotechnology was probably like you know what i don't know why i'm making all these suits i should just make it right into my skin jarvis can you figure out how to make this right into my skin nanotechnology boss i saw him with oh that's a great idea nanotechnology can you uh fash something up make it red and you know, you know the usual you know i feel like that's from day one, if that was that's the, how Jarvis worked. If that, if that was a proper analog, then I would agree with you. But time travel is not a little bit beyond that thing that you're talking no, about. No, but that's why he was making it do simulations. And all he was inputting was, what if you tried that, that little part over here? You know what I mean? Like, you're doing all the work, and then I'm going to come by and be like, I can, I can see that just this part of it. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's very plausible if you have that technology that does all that simulating for you. Because what if it is just Google AI and it's just taking everybody's theories of time travel and mm-hmm. they're like working with that. Mm-hmm. And so it is like getting all the smart, smartest of the smarties. Yeah. But, info, even but then so, he just comes by and is like, I think if, you need to make it shaped like an infinity. If, <laughs> so Perfect. <laughs> this opens up new issues though. Like if you want to say the AI is really doing most of the you know, I would say weight pushing in that yes. regard. The problem is they had a conundrum. The conundrum was how do we bring all these people back to life? Why wouldn't have Stark just asked his AI that? Yeah, he didn't think about that. He didn't want to bring everyone back. So it's just it's based on what he's not thinking about yes. at that time. He's just happy. He's just happy. <laughs> he's just happy doing half, other stuff. Half the universe is dead. What should I think about? You know, like he's, he's asking his AI life. about pant making. No, 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 <laughs> no. Well, Chris, but you're you're forgetting that he already doesn't like that idea. He's like, guys, you mess with this stuff, mm-hmm. something bad's gonna happen. You don't understand. You don't know right now. Yeah. But once you met, especially time travel, I don't even think about time travel because yeah. out of all the movies I watch, it always messes up. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. So he already. So he's not even thinking about it. His mind's not even going there. Okay. Granted, but after he gets the AI to figure out time travel, now he's like. It's possible. What else is possible? Why, all these people are dead. Um, um, machine woman. Um, how do you undie those people that died? Um, and then the AI being so brilliant to figure out time travel. Surely this would be not a problem. No, yeah, you don't have to travel wait, through time. Wait, just so, undie. So yeah, just undie them. So wait a second. But you're but you're saying you're saying that the AI would have come up with something other than time travel. Possibly. No, we don't even know because exactly. never asked. Exactly. He's such a so genius just, that he invented an AI travel. that can literally yeah. invent time travel. Yeah. It's okay, still, you invented it's... Time, you figured out a way to invent time travel, a uh, super AI that I made. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to ask exactly. the obvious question of if you can if you can figure out how to make time travel a real thing, also to make people undead, right? Like that seems like it's a lesser problem than going through time to make people yeah. undead. What do you mean to bring them back to? Hey, it's just as just as abstract as time travel. Hey, Jarvis. Yeah, I know. But if you made Spacha, <laughs> it's just the struggle between like you're dealing with celestial magic and then real life stuffs, and so yeah. like the Avengers are like thinking of real life stuffs to figure out an answer to celestial magic. Maybe if they had somebody who could help with the magic part. They wouldn't think of time tra- travel, but that was like the best they had. What you mean, like, like Doctor Strange? In terms of like, yeah, in terms of like reversing people having disappeared or yeah. whatever, right? Because then but, time travel seems like a very like human thing to figure, yeah, right? That yeah. was the that was the limit to. But their it's not imagination. even time, it's not even time travel though. Uh, well, you, you okay? You guys watched it much more recently than me. But didn't um, didn't Ant Man provide some basis of things for him? It's no, because he you're did almost very, very little. Yeah, <laughs> he basically he said some dumb things, yeah. and he he said some dumb things in his best way he possibly could because 
unlike in the real, Mar- and I don't want to get, really get into the comics, but in the comics, he is a genius. Ant-Man's character is a natural genius. Right? Yeah, that's Hank why he says Die yeah, a genius. Oh, Hank Pym. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, in this, in this uh, franchise, he's a thief. Yeah. Kind of a dumb guy at that. No, I mean, he, was like, do- he wasn't doing Pym. anything that, uh, that difficult. He was just going down there collecting quantum... Energon cubes so, or whatever okay, he's doing. In, so in wait a second. Quantum very basic, <laughs> very basic uh, skills. So he did not bring anything to Tony except for, I was down there and you know what, I think I saw some bubbles and I think going through some bubbles could maybe... Re- no, that sounds, that sounds better. That sounds better. He came down and all he said was like, five years have passed? For me, it's only been five hours. And That's then it. And he, trans- like, he transformed that into on. going back in time. Yeah. In his head somehow. So all he realized was like, time doesn't work the same for everyone. <laughs> and then yeah. Captain America's like, are you talking about time travel? Maybe time travel is not a concept <laughs> in this universe at all. Like how, like how, like how, like how, no one ever said the word zombie oh. in like those zombie movies. It's just not right. a concept that exists. Right. Maybe. That's the only explanation I have. Well, actually, it's funny. Can we bring up every single time? I really feel. I really filled a lot of gaps. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I really actually, a lot of gaps in my what, mind. What you, what you said, Les, almost mirrors a conversation that Captain America has with Ant-Man, because Ant-Man is talking about all this stuff, and, and Captain America's like, dude, are you talking about time travel? And he's like, no, no, it's not time. It's not time travel. And he thinks about it for a second, and then he's like, oh, yeah, it's time travel. Yeah. So that's the wavelength that he's, <laughs> that he's on. But he's deriving. He, he, I, I, I don't want to rag on this too much, because there's a whole time travel <laughs> Stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. So maybe maybe we will just move on. Um, another issue that I took was Banner showing up. So Banner shows up and he's Professor a smart, a smart Hulk. He's supposed to be effectively Professor Hulk. Yeah. And he just shows up. So previous to that, before the time skip, he's Banner. Mm-hmm. And of course, if anyone knows anything about the history of this, uh, the Hulk will not come out at this point, right? Right. Because of fear, because he doesn't want to listen to Banner. However you want to construct it, it doesn't matter. But he's just not coming out. Time skip, and then, poof, he's Professor Hulk, or Banner, or whatever you want to call him. Did they explain in this movie? Do they explain yeah, how he got yeah. him? He so says, he says that... No, <laughs> he just says that he always looked at it as, as a disease. Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he realized... They he had the cure. conversation. When he's, when he's reintroduced as Professor of Banner, or whatever the... Professor, whatever... He's actually explaining that to them. You know, I thought about it as like, like you said, like a disease or something to that effect. But what if it was more like a, if I could do like a symbiosis with the Hulk, like we could become, you know, like like-minded. We could, we could join together mentally or whatever it is. Anyway, I'm, this is not actually what he said, but something to that effect. Yeah. And then when that happened, poof, and now I'm this guy. He realized you know? he was the cure. Yeah. 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 A lot happens in that. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. But, but frame of mind. to the audience, yeah. it is a poof. Because yeah, he's just that guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, he doesn't change from that guy. He's always, from, from that point on, he's Professor Hulk. And there's no change to him, right? There's no metamorphosis. Now, because he realized that was him. He was... He was that guy. You know, it's like two personalities, and you realize, oh no, but it's still me. But the, yeah, I think that is. Yeah, in he was like, he was like, to, yeah, he was like, supposed to I was thinking of that of him as the disease. Yeah. But I thought, oh, wait a second, he's actually the cure. And then that's when the Hulk came out. He's like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all this Finally. Time. <laughs> just needed you. To, that's the right word. Just needed you to accept me. <laughs> Yeah, he his whole movie happens off screen. That's the issue that I take is that they're building him up to have this um, character arc. We miss a lot of the arc. Oh, it'll and be on Disney no Plus arc. November fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> and then he 
doesn't progress after this. He's basically just in the movie for comedic effect, really, and to push the plot along because they need a smart guy to do some things. Right, yeah. He doesn't really do anything after that other than that. And the other issue that I take with that is... He has the end moment, too. He gets the snap. Yeah. Anyway, it's like, um, we are going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get, we'll get to that. But, but my issue is, I don't know that they thought about it too much. It's, it's a funny moment. Uh, I'll grant that. Um, and it's an interesting character development. Yep. I'll grant that. Yeah. I just wish that we could have seen the development instead of heard about it. Yeah, because we're, we're all fans. No, Disney, yeah. Disney wants to make that into a separate movie. Yeah, because he's still going to exist. He'll, he'll have it. He'll have it. It's kind of too late for that. No, it's too late. But we've seen it. We, Matt, we miss yeah. his moments for the we'll sake of other But if I've learned anything from this movie, you know, your story may have wrapped up, but we're going to talk about it again. And I understand why they did this. They had to turn him into basically a plot pushing forward type character, like a cog in the machine type of character, and also a comedic effect type of character. They had to do that because Stark wouldn't ordinarily fill that same shoes. He's the genius of the group. So any right. knowing about what to do next technologically, Stark would have filled that those shoes. So that's the problem with I that I find with the character as well is it's he's kind of redundant. Basically, they could have omitted him from the whole time travel thing anyway because remember Stark sh- shortly thereafter showed up in his car and he's like, I got the piece that's missing, you know. Now we could do time travel together. And it's like, (laughs) you didn't even really need the Hulk to do any poking and prodding. Stark could have just shown up and done everything. So it's kind of, he becomes a bit of a redundant character. Yeah, but but if you talk about characters being superpowered, you know, even worse than Captain Marvel is Stark. But if we're talking about even characters who don't need to be there because they're redundant, that's like everyone else too. It's an ensemble movie. So it's like, you like all these characters. You want to see them, whether or not they're flying, shooting somebody, or they're flying through, you know, at the very end. Yeah, but that's that's, but I, that's mean, a, I think that's, that's okay, a, especially the whole the whole a, realm and universe. That's a good point that you bring up, though, because I found that they uh, changed some of the characters' personalities a little bit because they were redundant. Like take War Machine, for example. He gets he gets a lot more funny sure. in Endgame yeah, yeah. than he had ever been. He'd always been kind of the straight man yeah. in the, in the conversations with Stark and everyone else. He's just kind of like the military guy. He's like straightforward, you know, got tunnel vision, whatever. He's just trying to do his job. But he gets really funny in Endgame because yeah. I think they're like, how do we use him? Like, well, can I make an argument? Sure. That maybe. I mean, it's probably not deliberate at all. But isn't it more interesting if we see characters who we know their characteristics and their personalities, and then time has passed and huge dramatic events have passed, mm-hmm. and now we see them? There's change in them, like whether or not uh, War Machine's like this is how he's coping with things. Where he's got a different, you know, he's he's not completely a different character. Like he still has quips in other movies. You know, he's not like a stodgy, I don't make any jokes. Tony, you keep making jokes, I don't get it. You know, you know he's, he still makes, he's still, like, there, got a sense of humor. Yeah, my my issue is, a lot, the characters that are just in there for comedic effect are all kind of samey. They're all just there for comedic effect. It doesn't matter what they say. Like, for example, there's a, there's a part where, was it Ant-Man and him are playing off each other and talking about how they believe time travel actually worked. Now, they're both saying right. really stupid things. Yeah. That's out of War Machine's character. He's not a dumb guy, right? He doesn't say dumb stuff. But he does say dumb stuff in this movie. But it's because they're trying to make an entertaining movie. And they need someone to say those lines. And yeah, War Machine's there, so yeah. he says those lines. But that's why I'm saying, well, they clearly did change some of the characters to cater to the story, rather than creating a story that kind of works the other way. Caters to the, how the characters would function. Are they planting the seeds? Because, you know, they also have to think of future movies and everything, too. I read somewhere that doesn't, like, War Machine also kind of have maybe a potential relationship with um, Captain Marvel. Is that a, have you heard of that? No. Well, where there, where there's an even even a sequence where he's talking to all of the hologram versions of them. They're all like, um, they're all reporting in. Yeah. And War Machine's talking, and then there's some kind of a, a weird awkward moment where you can you're planting the seed that oh there's something between these two or might be going between these two. 
between Never him and who? Captain Marvel. I don't think so. No. no. I don't think so. I didn't get any Check it out. Less is on the forums. Um, <laughs> but if that's the case, uh, my comment would be, he's seen how uh, Captain Marvel is kind of got very dry humor, and he's like, Okay, I'm not very used to making a lot of jokes, but I'm gonna put myself really like out there. Oh, so because Tony's yeah. not around anymore. Yeah, Tony's yeah. not around anymore. He could now. never get a word in before, and now <laughs> it's like finally my chance to try out some zingers. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of the opposite because I'm the Iron Man now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> it's actually kind of the what's implied in the movie is kind of the opposite of what you're saying, actually, because he's the one who accuses her. Like, where were you? Yeah. That's that's coming from War Machine. Yeah, but he liked oh, her that's response. because he's got a crush on her. Yeah, exactly. See, but he, he, seemed, he seems, he seems he generally really reading offended. into it. It's only since Les mentioned it. Art of, art of seduction, guys. <laughs> you <laughs> you really offend and accuse the girl you like first, goodness, so. and then slowly but warm then, her uh, heart. Uh, it could also, maybe he just doesn't want Ant-Man to feel so bad, so maybe he's just like trying to I think be it, on his level. Well, the, the, uh, I think he sold it. He sold it really well. I bought it. I, I bought it during the time when when they all split up, and it's like him and uh, and Nebula, because yeah. she is a completely yeah. uh, devoid of humor kind of character, mm. and you got to have someone this is do some very, kind of quips. This is a very very Disney good movie. point. It makes you think about why they paired them. So she is the straight man in that situation. This this character doesn't even know what humor is. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah. She's not programmed with humor in her brain, in her robot brain. So it makes me think like. Why did they choose Don Cheadle's character to be opposite her? Like, it should be maybe someone else, you know, someone who could play off that. Like, because the thing is, I think they would actually have a really good rapport because they're, si- they're very similar in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. mentality. Both military they're both handicapped. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Mike. That's true. <laughs> but, it, but anyway, I, I would like to push this along a little bit, uh, if I can. Yes, please. We're so that, that interjection was, was good. Um, <laughs> So Thor being fat and depressed. Right. Um, okay, so they discover him. He's in the new Asgard that's on Earth now. Okay, right. right? They, yeah. They're on some coastal, coastal town. Coastal town. I feel bad for the town that was there. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was... Can't really talk about that. Much like the Professor Hulk thing, it's yeah. a surprise laugh factor. It has a surprise yes. laugh factor, Absolutely. right? Yes. You discover this character and they're, they're vastly different than what they were, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so he's still depressed. He's even more depressed. And now he's a bad guy, right? Right. Now, my issue with this is kind of fast-forwarding a bit. I don't have a problem with that, actually. I think, like, yeah, he didn't get the payoff that he wanted. He didn't want to get the conclusion that he wanted from, you know, finally getting his second chance against Thanos. And then it was like, yeah, it was so unfulfilling, right? He just yeah. didn't, it didn't fill the hole in his, in his soul, right? Yeah. My problem is he never gets unfat. There's no training regiment. There's no like calisthenics that him and the Hulk do together or something. Which you want him to get unfat. Yeah, my issue is not that he's fat. I think that's fine. And it goes along with the character they're building, right? Like he's yeah. highly depressed. He feels like a failure because he couldn't protect his people. He couldn't protect the universe, right? Yeah. From the wrath of, yeah. that was Thanos, right? So anyway, that makes sense. But the problem that I have is he needed to be in fighting shape by the end of the movie. We'll eventually get to that. But like you would have thought they would have spurred him on to, hey, do you remember that the old Thor? Oh, he was great. He was something else, you know? Like, kind of spurred him on to get back into shape. They kind of don't do that. He kind of acts like a bit of a wandering hobo throughout the entire film. Yeah, but that's yeah. not how Thor works, though. That is more consistent with his character. He's not going to be like, I gotta get into shape and work out. He'd be like, I yeah, but do this the way I am. He, Put me in. He may not, but they... So this is how they should fix it, to have some scenes of them constantly, like, shaming him, <laughs> fat-shaming him? <laughs> yes. 
Um, yeah, I don't see why if Rocky can't do it, we can't do the same. In yeah, the they would, that would be one of Don Cheadle's lines, probably, yeah. right? Yeah, there you go. It could have been a line, and then we could have seen him get back into shape. But I'm just thinking, like... So he could have just hooked up the, uh, the time travel to be infinite, and he'd just be like, I'm going to go do a couple of sit-ups. I'll see you yeah. in two seconds. Just shrink down into the microverse. And then he's back to original Thor. Yeah. But, Time uh, travel fixes everything, guys. I just thought that was a big mishandling of the character. Uh, there's more baggage with that character and characters like the Hulk and a lot of these, you know, even Captain America. Imagine if they had made Captain America fat, right? And then he's just fat through the entire movie. It's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Sure. People would be offended. You made Captain America fat and then you fought Thanos as a fat guy. <laughs> Who would be, be offended? Are you kidding Who me? Who talking about That's Who, stupid. Who would be offended? Any fan of these characters. Thor got a... Uh, actually a decent arc in this movie so that, that's more I can say for almost all the other characters oh sure so I'm, I'm not bothering with his physical I, shape I grant you he had an interesting arc but I do think that at least you know because they did a lot of stuff to placate the fans you know mm-hmm. why couldn't they have done that just give him a workout montage for crying out loud is that really a big deal just give him like a, you know it doesn't even need to be a minute it could be 15 seconds of workout montage then he's his normal self again whatever right, like, that would be so okay. hard right, let's, okay. he should have fought Thanos in like a bathrobe let's get to yeah I mean he was one step from that so why not let's get to the next, next, let's get to next the <laughs> I'm gonna get heavy into the time travel stuff now <laughs> the problems with it we're just getting there's there. lots of problems okay. Okay. so time sure. travel Tony Stark effectively figured out time travel in an evening, right? Or let's yeah. say his AI helped. We'll get whatever. They jointly figured out time travel. Figuring out time travel, not really a problem. Making pin particles so that you can do the time travel, Huge that's problem. a big problem. Huge problem. It's all the resources. I yeah. think that is a bit of a little bit of an oversight. <laughs> yeah, but in, but time travel, there's a lot to work on. When you call something, solve the pin particles, like, well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but they have to get a work with. Ant-Man has some. I yeah, know. So it's not like they don't they have some. They can't analyze they it. They can't analyze it. No. no. So time travel, no problem. Yeah, More of this goop yeah. in his no, vial. No, it's perfect. But That's it's, a problem. It, it, it's, what do you mean? And that is one of my ways of fixing this movie, really. I don't mean to jump ahead to the fixing part. But really, they should have hinged everything not on time travel, but on the pin particles. That's That could have been the amazing thing. Yeah. And then you're giving... Ant-Man a legitimate reason yeah. to be the catalyst that yeah. changes everything because he's the guy that has them. And since maybe not that much is known about the pin particles, you could say it's a very finite resource. You literally can't synthesize it. Yeah. They didn't yeah. say any of that. They should have said that. Should have said that. But they did. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that supposed to be... <laughs> is, that supposed... is that supposed to be inferred, which is why they're tri- time traveling to get more of it? Well, actually, that becomes part of it. It's even worse yeah. than that because they do have access to more pin particles. And do you know how? They actually show it in the movie. Where? By like going back in time and getting them. <laughs> well, that's but that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Captain yeah, they America. They did it on purpose. They just, like, yeah. saw it, right? And Captain I was like, hey, America takes some. Takes, yeah, because that becomes part of the mission again. Where they're like, oh, but they could have done that from the beginning. Oh, we only have a finite amount. Uh, well, why don't we just go back and get more? I thought that was part of the plan. That wasn't part of the plan? It became, it became part, of the, part of the plan. That was plan B? Screwed. Yeah, things got That's, screwed up. Okay. But did, is that some of the stuff he had to return later on? Because what if that was like dramatically changed history? Where I like, don't worry, so I, so I got 10, oh, I got 10 cartridges. So so I'm like, holy shit. Less, <laughs> there's less, so many things they don't realize. <laughs> this is a perfect segue. Perfect. Yes. And why? Because the Hulk literally says this. Changing the past doesn't change the future. He literally says that in the movie. Yes. So the answer is no. If you go back and, and oh, he's changing an alternate, he's, he's changing because the future of an alternate time. Their present is the pre- present that had to happen. Yeah. 
which means that it doesn't matter what they went back and did. They could. This is another problem with the movie. He's basically saying he's giving them carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want in the past because it won't make a difference. The present that exists is the present that exists regardless of what you do in the past. For right? them, but he's affecting the timelines. The, yeah, the, he doesn't all care about... different futures, yeah, which they don't it. seem to care about, which brings to the point, like, why are you returning the stones any, at all? Yeah. You don't, you don't care about the past. Don't pretend like you do. This is probably the thing that offended me the most, if I could use even the word offense, about this movie, which is how they handle time travel, because there's this funny, and admittedly, it is funny, there's this dialogue between Ant-Man and War Machine talking about how they thought time travel worked. Yeah. Oh, we've seen all these movies. Yeah. This one, Hot Tub Time Machine, Terminator, etc., right. etc. Et oh, Back to the Future. Oh, we know how time travel works. Still, come on, you don't need to t- tell us. And then the Hulk's like corrects them, and he's like, Oh no, no, it doesn't work anything like that, right? Yeah. Here's how it works. But then they go and they create a movie that has the dumbest time travel <laughs> of all these movies. Like it makes no, it makes no damn sense how they do the time travel in this movie. Right? Same. Literally, anything you do in the past cannot change the present. Right? At least. For for like, their timeline. And he even contradicts himself because, of course, they are changing the future by taking the stones. They literally already... So once you do in the past, what you do in the past will literally the change purpose. the future. It'll purpose. just be to their future. So, yes. you know, they're present and then they're going to change the future, but they wouldn't have been able to change the future without going to the past. So they are changing the future. So it, the, he's contradicting himself is what I'm saying. So, so we're so really we're doesn't talking make more sense. to Hulk than Dr. Man. <laughs> Hulk is the one that's really taking over. He's just <laughs> pretending to be like... That's a good right. point. I, I wish, I wish Movies. that his, I, yeah, I, that would have been less that could have fixed it. If, if let's say his voice got a little deeper and rougher and then he explained how time travel works right. and the implication is it's actually Hulk talking he doesn't know what the hell he's talking and about. And Banner's just in there. You can hear him. Yeah. Banner's yeah. like, you can hear him. Mark yeah. Ruffalo in a black room. Don't listen, don't listen yeah. to him. Yeah. You dummies. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hulk. Can you tell? <laughs> There's none of me in there at all. <laughs> you keep cutting back to Hulk. <laughs> I don't need these. <laughs> Basically, being able to go back into the past, if we're to take Hulk Banner at his word, you literally can't change the past because the present that they have now is the present that has already been affected by their time travel. Yeah. Which means that whatever they do in the past doesn't even matter what they do. It won't change how they got yeah. to where they Yeah, are. you can be as irresponsible as you yeah. want back there, and, and it doesn't matter. And the funny thing is, they actually do act pretty irresponsibly when they go time. So around. irresponsible. So, yeah. so, why, so they're really not even careful. I know. Why the need for any of the incognito Yeah. So, so wait a second. Um, our, well, don't we have a problem with the whole idea that whatever we do in the past won't change the future? That means whatever they do is not going to bring anybody back? Is that what we're it's not, It's not that it won't change the future. It's that whatever they do... The future that they have, that they is the natural progression of all the changes they made in the past when they went. It's basically just saying, like, you can do whatever you want. Because whatever you did, no matter how stupid, this, where we are now, this will be the natural conclusion to all that that you did going back in the past. Yeah, but that, right. but then that also means then no one's going to come back to life. No, 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 because it's, it's, he's just saying that it's not going to affect where they oh, are it's not present gonna, It's not like if I go back and I cut <clears throat> off the arm of myself... That when I go here, I'll only have one arm. And by the that way, that poor sucker is only gonna have one arm. Right, right, right. The me of then splitting yeah, off into a different timeline. But that's not even actually true, though. As we learn at the end of the movie, when uh, we're gonna fast forward to the end real quick, Captain America goes back in time, and then he shows up in the present again as an old man. Yeah, which means that it is their timeline. Well, or it's a different Captain America. 
or he was able to figure out a way to time travel from the past back to the present. No, no, no. The implication is he's the right age now as an old man to have aged all that time, and now he's currently in the present. That is... That's the implication. Yeah, that's the implication. But the only way for it to work within the confines that this movie is set up is that he went back in time, he lived until he was 90 in whatever timeline, and then he found a time machine and was able to jump from that dimension to the the current dimension. Okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's reading a whole lot more into anything that's implied there, though. That's why that whole ending thing is dumb. Yeah. The whole idea of him going back and returning the stones. Yeah. But there's another problem, too, is the ancient one. Tilda Swinton. So, yeah, Tilda Swinton. Hulks does something rather unbanner-like and tries to just grab the stone from her. I don't know if anyone plot, but... Um, <laughs> then they are, she she forces him into ghost mode, and then they have this forced conversation because he's in a ghost mode, and he's like, well, I guess I can't do anything else, so I guess I'll talk to her. Right. But yes. she's like, you can't have the stone, I'm not going to give you the stone because it's going to change the timeline. Right? Yeah. It's going to change the time stream. And he's like, ah, but how about this? I'll take it and we'll replace it at exactly the moment we took it. (laughs) Now, we know that doesn't happen because if that happened, as soon as she gave him the stone, Captain America would have shown up and popped the stone back in her hand at exactly the same time. Yeah, there's no. That's you why time move. travel is so difficult. It's That's so why time travel is dumb in this first it's place. Because it's not if you do it correctly. <laughs> Actually, that opens up another another problem. So Captain America fights himself at one point, right? right. And he's surprised. Did you notice <clears throat> that? He enters the room and he's like, "You got to be shitting me!" And he sees himself. Mm-hmm. He's the future him. Yes, he is the one that we know. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So if he had fought himself in the past, he would have remembered. He would have known that that was going to happen. No. That's not the, the time travel works. Yeah. It's not. It's not like so you yeah, have those memories of easy. what you've done. That is a different Steve Rogers. As soon as you've entered, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think it is a different Steve Rogers though. If he again cut his own arm, cut his arm off. It's not like his arm would be affected. Again, what contradicts this is what happens at the very end. Clearly, they're in the same timeline. That's he why goes I, back to my past. That is their past. That's, that's, that's why the only way it works is that the ending is wrong. For any of this previous stuff. But I think that's why. And it barely works. I think that's why. I think Steve was the only one. Steve is the only one who realizes, oh man, this is bullshit. I'm going to go back and return these stones. It doesn't make a difference. I'm not going back to return these stones. I'm going back to go have dance partner. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere else, you know. Bury these stones. Probably. And that's probably what happened. Because he was like, I'm going to go back. If I cut my own arm, it's it's not the same guy. So I'm not going back. It's a waste. But I do know what I'm going to do. To go back to have a dance. Yeah. yeah, that's what it should have been. The end should be the the house in the forties, and he's just left the stones on the sidewalk <laughs> on the way ready, ready <laughs> into the house. <laughs> because we can't reach consensus on was it a different timeline? Was it was it the same one? I kind of think that what happens at the end trumps everything else because okay. it happens at the end. That's my personal opinion. Okay, sure. so that's why I keep driving this forward. Like, if they really wanted to keep it at least. In that gray area, it could be, or maybe it's a different time, timeline. They shouldn't have done what they did at the end. That right, screwed yeah. everything up. Yeah. This is the part of the movie where Nebula goes back. When she's about to go back to the present, Yeah. she somehow transmits her brainwaves to herself, but it's her past self. It's also in the same timeline. They're on the same network. Right, yeah. Networks. Yeah, Gosh, I, hate, I hated this. That's, yeah, it's, that is not explained. And if they wanted to do something as weird as that, they needed to breadcrumb it a little bit. Like... Uh, I don't know if I should go back to the past because my neural net is connected to Thanos' computer or something like computer system. So me going back, I'm, I'm apprehensive about going back in time because what if, he, what if he knows I'm there? Yeah, like show like um, how iTunes works. 
how it syncs up. Yeah, like, oh, two of them are using the iTunes thing and they're syncing up the phones yeah. or whatever. And then Nebula's like, oh, that's how I work. Yeah. <laughs> I work like that. Exactly, exactly. I know. Exactly. It's just so frustrating. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but... But, but, but is the thought that she doesn't know that it works like that? She doesn't it's, know until it, she gets there. That's not even that's not even the worst part. It's just it seems like such a random thing that is such a pivotal moment in the movie because everything that happens after that, the whole confrontation with Thanos only happens yep. because her neural net's connected to itself to another version of herself in the same timeline and something no one could have predicted. She couldn't predict and he couldn't predict until it just happened. It was like a C uh, was it C three PO or R two D two R two D two like so R two D two style. This thing just pops out of her head. Yeah. Memories or whatever the hell. I don't like. Why did that even happen? It kind of would have made more sense if she shows up in their timeline and then and then that's when it, it affects the other one, right? And she's like, something's off. Something's really wrong here. I'm gonna like I'm gonna analyze myself or something. Hook, hook me up to the computer, Dad. You know, and like yeah. he hooks her up and like. They scan her or whatever, and like, oh, this is fucked up. It's saying that there's two of you or something like that. No, but that's not. That would have been better than what they did. It's almost like the writers were like, okay, Thanos is dead now. How do we bring him back? Yeah. Um, uh, how do I, well, let's tack this one little detail on that allows Thanos to come back, a previous version of Thanos that's not dead yet. It's just too plot convenient. It happens right at the moment where she's supposed to go back to the present. That's when it hits her. Oh, as opposed right. to when she first arrives. Yes. It, like, feed us a little bit, a little bit more. Like, there's something wrong with the situation. She's acting oddly or something, you yeah. know? And then we finally realize at the end, oh, crap, this was just enough time she spent in that timeline for them to right, figure out right, who right. she is and get her memories mm-hmm. from her. And then Thanos learns that would have made more sense. That's it. That's sure. not how they did it. So, yeah. Editing. <laughs> <laughs> or notes, you know? Or notes. It's yeah, it's just funny how this stuff works. I'm sure they got tons of notes. I'm sure they got tons of notes, and it was just like I feel like that whole part was a note that they put in. Yeah, yeah. Because it's probably like, oh, like the audience is really not going to get this. Yeah, I think the original movie was just them battling depression the entire thing. You gotta bring Thanos back. I killed him already. Bring him back. So Thanos finds out that they have invented time travel, mm-hmm. gets the information, finds out who the Avengers are, what they're planning to do, so they're reuniting the stones, trying to make the gauntlet again. If it was the same timeline, then that past Thanos would now have all that information. Right. I don't even think I need to articulate why exactly. that's a problem. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's clearly a problem. Yeah. I'm, I want to lean in your direction, even though I think that actually that's not how it works. Right. Between It's the only way it can work. But, but you're right, it's really the only way it can work, but I don't think that's actually how it works. They certainly oh, don't architecture the movie in that way. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so he's in the past in 2014, mm-hmm. movie timeline, and then he comes to the present and he's deleted. Then all of a sudden his army is deleted. In the oh, right. Yeah, yes, yes. Which means he's deleted from the past as well yeah. after that. That's true. It yes. doesn't exist in the past. Yeah. Which means that anything that happened after that won't involve him or his army. Mm-hmm. Which means it totally changes the entire timeline of, I don't even know how much of the universe. Right? Yes, yeah. So, again, if we go with your way of thinking, not an issue because it's someone else's universe, mm-hmm. right? I think he would have been like, so these people are smart enough to invent time travel. I haven't even done that. And I'm going to go to them, these people that invented time travel. This is a smart idea. How about this? They haven't collected the stones yet. It's the past. I can do that, and I'm not going to even be affected by them. They don't don't even know who I am yet, right? He'll have a supreme element of surprise, and plus, he knows everything that they know now. He knows yeah. that the stones can be found. He knows that they can be forged into a gauntlet. Shit. They could have given him the idea of making the gauntlet to begin with. <gasps> maybe did he that did. Was their maybe idea. they did. Yeah, maybe they did. Good one, Avengers. <laughs> 
maybe um, Tony Stark did delete them. He just, with his Tony Stark brain, was able to be like, I'm doing this, but don't make him disappear too much. And then make him make him a happier, nicer guy. In the bed. Is that right? That you know works? what I mean? I don't know, because it's the sun. You can do anything you want with that thing. You can sure. twist reality around. Super right? genius. Or he yeah. did delete it, and um, Doctor Strange was sitting there going, oh shit, that's not what I meant for you to do. Because then you didn't think. That actually would be really funny, because at right. the end of the movie, right before Stark makes his move to steal the stones... He looks at Strange, and Strange gives him kind of like a oh, wink, yeah. like finger. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is this is the time the where one, you do something. This is the one chance. Um, but but it would be funny if if after that, like Stark's not you know Stark's already dead, and 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 Strange is just standing there like this is not no, this is not the way it was supposed to happen. Right. Oh shit! What have we done? You know, yeah, we're totally yeah. fucked now. Yeah. He um, was looking behind Tony to another person. No 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 yeah. so no no like, no no two no. or one. No. Like, one two. Some guy yeah. was. Someone's ordering like burritos or something, and he's like, "Can you, can you get one?" Well, I'm, 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 I'm starved. I'm holding up this water right now. I'm on an empty stomach. I just came back to life. So, you know. so next, uh, and we talked about this before the whole Stark thing with his father. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up again because I thought it was a bit silly. Because that's already played out. There was Civil War and also the Iron Man movies, especially I think Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two wrapped it all up. Wrap, wraps up his his relationship with his father. He realizes his father actually did love him, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, did want his son to do well in life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So this kind of retreads old territory that's totally unnecessary. Unnecessary. They could have cut that whole section, and they could have put some Captain Marvel in instead or something. Someone sure. needed a bit of character development, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, to- I totally agree. I think they did yeah. this whole thing in the movie with giving Tony Stark like his uh, a kid and this whole uh, arc and and his whole funeral thing, and it was it was too much. I felt like so much service to Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man because mm-hmm. he, he did was... sort of wrap it up. And I think his death still would have been so impactful because you know all of these movies already. You've absorbed the entire thing. You didn't have to give him this kid. You didn't have to give him like this moment with his dad where he's like oh yeah I'm gonna be a good father too like all, all that stuff it was unnecessary oh also small gripe but Black Widow dies and Banner throws park bench <laughs> that sums up her arc yeah good job that I Thanks thought for that yeah that I thought was a little bit of a misuse of the potential of that situation I kind of half expected them to get together at some point because now he's it was teased for a multiple, yeah. multiple movies yeah so, yeah so he's the Professor Hulk, which means that he's he's the best of both worlds. He's sane again. He doesn't need to escape. He's he's not a danger to her anymore. Years have passed, by the way. Years have passed. So they, they have had time to patch this up if need be, right? Sure. You know, because she's the one who got hurt because he's the one who left her. But it's not like it's not understandable why. He's a big yeah. green freak, right? So maybe over time he could have wooed her and they could have got back together. So one, I do think they should have been together again. And two, there's a lot of missing potential when she dies. Yeah. Assuming you even agree with her dying at all. Because physically, I think it'd be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> she can take it, Mike. There, there's, a, there's a Black Widow movie coming out. Yes. I can't forget the fact that she's dead. To me, it felt like it was almost like, oh, I, I, we can't burn the emotion of the audience because we're saving it for Tony Stark's yeah. death. Yeah. You know, and then this part sort of got downplayed. Yeah. I feel like this whole movie, it was almost like it was written by someone who didn't do the other movies. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. who wasn't responsible for it. And if it was... Was that the case, or did they just no, have a whole bunch of writers? It's the right? same, it's it's the same, same well, at least, you know, we're told that it's the same writer, the same directors that directed Infinity War and, and, and Civil War. But it's like, it felt like it was something different. And I think if it was, if it was like a different 
more so many more people will be up in arms being like you did not stay true to like any of these character arcs that we've been establishing for the entire MCU. So one of the last ones is Banner uses glove is seems to be an intense pain um, gets burned from it. Yeah, he gets a shrivelly arm. Turns into a gimp basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie turns him into a gimp. The issue I take with that is just the inconsistency of how the gloves used a little bit. Right. So you've got Thanos, which is so immensely, immensely powerful, he can wear the glove. And it doesn't yeah. even look like it hurts him that much, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Hulk that uses it, and he's not a godlike character. He's str- he's really powerful, he's really resilient, but he's not on Thanos' level. Okay, granted. Right. But then you have the problem of Stark gets it yeah. at the end. And he's got his tattered suit at that. Like, it's already been all beaten up. Mm-hmm. He steals the stones... And he barely even grimaces before he uses the power of the I know of the stones. So dumb. I don't know how you would architect it differently, other than maybe it doesn't hurt Hulk that much, or maybe it hurts Stark a whole lot more. Or maybe you could just play it out that action just a little bit differently because it seemed he's a normal human, right? Right. Or maybe um, the act is it has something to do with the, the strain. So the act of bringing everyone back is more of a strain than. Um, start making some people disappear. Yeah, making a couple like the army and yeah. things. It, of it's just that's not articulated anywhere. No. Well, it you don't know that at all. Throughout all of the MCU, the idea is like you can't even wield one of these stones. Like you can't even hold yeah. it. Yeah. Like you're not even supposed to be able to hold. And one. that's on and off. That's the purpose of the glove, right? That's yeah. on and off because so you see say. some characters like, handling the, the stones clearly. Like remember Red Skull? He dies because he's holding just the tesseract, yeah. which is not even the stone. It's just the, the case of it. <laughs> yeah, right? the casing of it. It yeah. kills him. And he's that's so brittle. weak. He's brittle. Yeah, <laughs> he's brittle. Yeah, <laughs> bones. And 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 then you have other characters. So like uh, Loki's ho- literally holds the stone at one point, doesn't he? When he brings, oh no, he brings back the tesseract. Yeah. Same tesseract. So he's holding it, no problem. So yeah. he's holding it. He killed Red Skull. Doesn't kill him. Okay, uh, Loki's a god. Doctor Strange can also just like you know just. Be- yeah, yeah it's like, well, it was in the air, I guess. Yeah, that, but, that, but then he, he, his yeah. power level also should be really high. Doctor Strange should be really, he should be able to hold yeah. it. But, there's a, but there's he a, wears it around. There's a couple all other the instances. He wears it all the time. There's a couple yeah, other instances, like yeah. Haw- Hawkeye gets slow cancer, but hold, holds one like, like in a glove or something at that point. Yeah. Does Hawkeye Hawkeye's been carrying it around the whole time, just playing football with it. Yeah. That's another, another. you know, again, we talk about how Tony like takes the whole thing. I can just do time travel whenever I want. He also could just build... I can build a glove that can hold all the stones yes. whenever I want. Yes. Who cares about the, the giant dwarf who, you know, lost his whole life because that's his, his one power that he could do. Thanos had to travel the universe yeah. to find that one yeah, guy that's who could right. build that Like one. Thor yeah. had to go, I've got a mission guy. He, like, he should have just called Stark. And exactly. Like, hey, I gotta, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about building this. I could have made you a... Yeah. a, a, a yeah, he doesn't owner. have the yeah. materials. Yeah. Oh, axe. He knows how oh, God, to. God-killing axe. Oh, okay, I can make one of those. Yeah, sure, exactly. Just say it into my AI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have the material. That's the yeah. that's the missing piece. Right, but the glove he made he made the glove and he didn't have any of that material. And, and he made it snappable. And he made it snappable. Slight, just while we're on the uh, topic of the Hulk using it though, slight little canon problem that I have. I mean, he explicitly says it creates mostly gamma radiation. If he didn't have any comic book knowledge, maybe he wouldn't know this, but gamma radiation makes him a lot stronger. Yeah. The Hulk feeds on it. The Maestro, which is the future version of Hulk. Is literally just an amped Hulk. He's just absorbed more gamma radiation. Mm-hmm. The glove creates gamma radiation. It would have, it would have buffed him. It wouldn't have given him a gimp on. <laughs> All yeah. they could have done is just omitted that. It yeah. gives off some cosmic radiation. By the way, the Hulk can heal from cosmic 
damage as well. Yeah. So that's. But again, this is comic book knowledge. Yeah, that's that, the whole point of these ensemble movies. You want to yeah. give like these characters their their moment, and that yeah. gave Hulk that moment. But tying in again, it could have just been he wanted to do it because of his uh, problem with you know of, of losing uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Why did he have to you know his only expression of grief is like throwing a bench when it could have been this? Give me this. Yeah, I I, I want to do this. I want to yeah. do this for. For Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a very good point. That. Yeah, that's a very that's good, good point. Yeah. I agree with that. So the main villain, once again, at the end, becomes Thanos. He enters the picture again. Yes. As the main baddie, right? He doesn't have any knowledge of them. And he actually literally says that in the fight. I don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> Whatever. Now, what a burn. It's such fun. a great burn. <laughs> it's, it's a funny line, but then you think you lose the impact of the two opposing forces. He doesn't know who the hell they are. Yeah. Wait, does he not also know Iron Man? No. He just knows him from some videotape that he saw on his daughter. You know, like his daughter was projecting. And he's like, oh, okay, that's really, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, this is a big one for me, personally. Uh, Captain America has lightning powers. Oh, yeah. When yeah, he uses yeah. Mjolnir. Yeah. He wields, he, if whoever anyone, wields it, is no, the no, God no. of Thunder? Anyone that's not how it works. In, in, Rag, in Ragnarok, it's explained. In Ragnarok, it's, it's, it's remember he has that premonition or whatever it is with his dad showing up in the afterlife or whatever. Yeah. And his dad's like, are you the... Uh, god, of the god of hammers, hammers? Yeah. the yeah. lightning was well his he's the god of he's the yeah but, yeah. The, but also the, the hammer is the conduit yes he uses, helps him yes. use his power but it doesn't produce the lightning no no no, no. the lightning powers remember thor one should the be. lightning got it wrong they were just like oh there's the hammer <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the lightning, hammer's over there oh, the lightning wait. has very myopic vision no no in thor one remember like uh odin's like whispering to the hammer yeah whoever that is worthy should hold kennel yeah and has the powers of, of thor that's what he that's in the that's in thor one whoever whoever's willy whoever's worthy shall wield this hammer and have the powers of thor was he saying that yes he does check it i don't know if he said it verbatim <laughs> but it's pretty, i guarantee if it that, so if that's the case it. well because they, they always hinted that like oh captain america is like the closest guy to be worthy of the hammer yeah 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 well vision vision is very and an elevator and lots of stuff. <laughs> Apparently, lots of things. Yes, get lifted. But don't you think it's it would be pretty cool if Thor was like, "Listen, I already got lightning powers, so why don't you hold this?" And now you got lightning powers too. Yeah, it just never occurred to him to do that. Well, I guess he's. I guess he didn't know other people. Well, no, he knew Vision. He's also right. very arrogant. Yeah. Isn't like Thor kind of like I'm the I'm the good guy. I want the best. I want to have all the hammers. I don't yeah. really know anymore. He's a pretty he's a pretty hippieish person in this movie, so I don't yeah. know what his personality is. But that you're right. It, I can't was, get past that. That seems yeah. silly to me. They sacrifice. They sacrifice. No, that was a fan service. That was a fan service. Check if exactly. that. If, if you want to do it, check that out to make sure. But he, Odin does say that, and that's a that's a caveat of whoever can can carry that. It doesn't mean that they are Thor, but they have. Thor's I do powers. think though, and it doesn't take away from Thor. So okay. if he if he gets it, if he can wield Thor's powers, it doesn't mean Thor suddenly is not Thor anymore. But is that the Post is that the hammer before he banished Thor to Earth and put that claws on his hammer? I thought it was the like, hammer that he created. Because <laughs> also what's M- funny Milner, with that new hammer is he's Milner, like grabbing it and taking it from some Thor in that time. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. probably really needed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's another thing too is he stole that Milner from the other yeah. timeline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the other Thor who maybe needed it doesn't have it. Yeah, now he's dead. No, no, wait. But but we talked about this. He's so they're so irresponsible. But, yeah. So they, yeah. So did they? Yeah. Did, well, we we talked about it. Whether or not they really did go return all these items or not. But anyways, that's another reason that Steve had to do it. Right, Steve had to do it. Yeah, he brought the hammer and he brought all of the did he bag yeah. full of bag full yeah. of jewels. <laughs> did you show it? Yeah, he's, he's, he's holding the hammer. He's holding uh, the hammer because okay. he can carry. Yeah, because okay. Thor has his axe now. He doesn't yeah. care about the hammer anymore. Yeah, yeah. 
he must have, like, Four as soon minutes. as he thought of the idea, I'm going to stick around in 1940, he lost his worthiness and he couldn't carry it. <laughs> 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 imagine? Ah, uh, well, well, I'm uh, not we'll stay gonna, there. gonna bring it back anyway. Gets to stay in there. Leaves the jewels. <laughs> okay, so I have some parting questions to pose you guys. Right. And this can this can get us into getting into the fixes. How fixing. we would fix the movie. Alright, so Good job. future thinking, what stops them from using time travel and therefore this the infinity stones again after this point? Nothing right now. Nothing. Right. Taking keeping that in mind would have adjusted how they maybe approach how they do the time travel in this movie. So for example, if it had a very high energy cost, like it used the power of the sun or whatever, or like, I don't know, some tremendous power to go back in time, like it had some huge cost that would be very difficult, if not impossible, to reproduce. Even those pin, part pin particles would have been a good idea if they were a finite resource. You can only use them so many times. Once you're out, you're out. You can't go back in time anymore. But we know that's not true because the literal guy, he's back alive now, so he can make more of them, right? Or or they could have just stopped up while they were in the past. Just yeah. going, just go back and get some more, right? What's the difference? So it seems to me that is a very reckless way of creating a time travel mechanism in your film, whereby you're not putting much or anything in the way of the limitations on the technology. It's invented. They're literally doing time travel in a park at the end. Yeah. They're in a park. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even need to be in a proper facility. They can do it in a park now. <laughs> You know, like no state and no stakes going forward because it's yeah. like, oh, if anything happens, I'll just go yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, that's just like, see, let's see. Galactus shows up, he's about to eat all the people on planet Earth. Let's go get the stones when, when again. Let's go back in time. You know, when whatever. They're throwing, like, when they're throwing Ant Man in there, like to test it out because they don't know, like, Tony hasn't figured it out yet. I felt that was very irresponsible. Like, I'm gonna go back, <laughs> we'll see what happens, see you later. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, what? I have more problem. That, that to me sounds, that I had more bigger problem with that yeah. than anything. I was like, how? Was, that's you know. you're messing with this guy's yeah. life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not Maybe. an Avengers one guy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's sorry. Who, who is this? Oh, Ant Man. Right. Yeah, okay. there should have been Whatever. at least a panicked Steve Rogers going. I wish Tony was here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like they had keyboards. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> like they were just like, wait a minute, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Very. That's why everything is played for jokes. Like even even when Iron Man does come back, he's like, let me guess, he was a baby. And they're like, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was screaming in intense pain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, little baby arms, though. <laughs> we all have a very cute. different perspective ever since everyone so died. <laughs> okay, well, actually, take the foundation of the movie and just tweak it right. to make it the better version. From what they made, how would you have dealt with, yeah, the time? Oh, <laughs> I have specific ideas about this. Well, I just want to retread a couple of things that we said that right off the bat I think would make more sense. You need to make it finite so that you can't keep using it. Yeah. Right? So the pin particles thing, it didn't even need to be pin particles, be anything, right? A power source, uh, you know, oh, the moon needs to be aligned with the earth in a certain way or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah. you just need to make it very difficult to do in the future, basically. Yeah. Um, so that would be number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, don't gloat about how you're doing time travel better than other movies. Yeah, this And then do it worse. That, yeah. <laughs> that was really stupid. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Don't point out yeah. your weakness. That's almost like a petty. Was that a writer feud? Like, yeah, like someone else got the t hot tub time time machine job, and it's like I'm gonna stick it to them. Yeah, I, I do like that. And my my uh, fix for that is I think that it should have been a lot more hinging on Ant Man, since you do we can still keep that idea that it's like the rat that pressed on pressed the button and he came out of the van and he shows up at Avengers Tower and he's like, guys, I'm still alive. But you don't give him any 
of the actual. <laughs> he doesn't actually have any revelation other than the fact of like saying the word time travel. So it's so silly. But you give him something. Maybe when he came out of there, he has harvested whatever the quantum whatever that he was harvesting. That's a good and point. And that could be the finite thing that yeah. allows for time travel. Yeah, because it's almost like we only have this much to play with. Yeah. It's like how do we use this efficiently? And then you give that that piece to Tony Stark, and it's like Tony Stark would never have been able to do anything without that. Yeah, you know, it's only with that material that yes. gives him the ability of like how this quantum stuff works in when it's not tiny is strange and weird, and he's able to to use that to build enough time travel jumps them to try to right. commit yeah. this and then there you go you got your that's limited, even better and then you've got your limited number that's even better than what i was thinking because now it puts to use what he was doing when we introduced the character yeah. it's not just like oh he was trapped some void somewhere no one understands any of that shit no he he's in there and he's got like a canister filled with matter x yeah. or matter y yeah. or whatever it is something that is difficult to find even when you're there right yeah. he was searching for it and, and he found it and so, yeah, that definitely puts that puts hard limits on how much time travel you could do. And it also makes sure that you could just say, oh, we just so happened to use all of it up. Uh, yeah. And so now it's not available for another movie. Would that yeah. He may not even be able to find any more in the next movie. Yeah. 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 So, so that would have been a way better way of approaching that so as not to worry about the future of the franchise. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, like, um, would it have... I mean, I guess because time travel overall wouldn't have been on anyone's minds before Ant-Man came back. Right. Is that right? Yeah. No, because at first I was like, oh, maybe Tony Stark could already have been thinking mm-hmm. about ways of doing that, but there was like that one piece missing. But then when he comes back, he's like, oh, right, there's, right, there's right. the thing. Now. Right. So it's not even so immediate that he's like, I've been working on it for so long. Yeah, yeah. And almost like he could have also been struggling at that point too, because oh. it's like, I'm, I'm figuring this out, but then at the same time I'm realizing that this this would, if I did figure it out, would eventually change. Like, I wouldn't have my daughter and I wouldn't That's, have all this stuff. Yeah. But it's like, there's that ongoing yeah. struggle as opposed to them coming to him and yeah. going, hey, can you do this? And he's like, yeah, I can't. What? It would be something that he's already been yeah, dealing with. For what if either his father or him had a past invention that was incomplete and he literally just dusts it off? Right. He's like, this is the part I was missing. Yeah. And now I can continue. See, that would have been way better than start just figuring out in like an evening. Right? Yeah. He's not starting from scratch. Because he's got the... Yeah, he had the groundwork, but he's like, but we don't even have the substance to make the damn thing work, so we just gave up on it at some yeah. point, right? But he's like, hey, let me dust off, dust off all the, the, you know, all the... The plans. The yeah. plans on this, and you know, let's see what we could do. Oh, bring the van, bring the van, we need that technology, right? I'll integrate the van into it, right? Yeah. So he's not just like, here's some bracelets that I just, like, talk to my computer about. Yeah, we got bracelets, this helped us go through time. Yeah, that's um, good. That's it'll be probably. a little bit better, you know... Wouldn't have, come out of it, yeah. Yeah. wouldn't have come out of it. Wouldn't have come out of nowhere. Stakes more effort to create this yeah. magic MacGuffin that, that allows them to do yeah. this thing. Yeah, I don't know why they they had to push so hard to make it seem like everyone is struggling, everyone is depressed about what's happened, except for Tony. Tony's like, I'm great. I live on this nice place. I've got my kid, my wife. I'm super happy. We just joke and talk about books on composting. But I think he should. Yeah, no, I mean, like he still, really should have had a still, struggle because of uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, right. Like he still, still should have had. That's the that's the only bit. That's the only thing, key that makes them be like. He looks at that picture while he's doing dishes, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go figure out time travel." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So that's yeah. why it seems like it's so flippant. It's almost like it almost makes you angry at him being like, "You could fix it so easily." 
Or I, I wonder if the he, reason they did that was to avoid the politics of choosing to save all of this, but you're sacrificing one person. Right. Because it would be like, you hey, think in essence, I'm you mean, giving You think there should have been more like um, time to talk about even the morality of time? No, I, no, I'm saying that that's probably why they did it this way. Like, to, to remove any stakes is the reason... Is, is so that they don't have to answer these complex questions that might arise later. Right. Where it's like, what, is, what are you saying as a movie? Are you saying that it's the better way to go is to sacrifice one for the many? Yeah. You know, it's like, maybe they just wanted to avoid that question, so they made everything work, you know, <laughs> by like, oh, she's still alive, you just yeah. sacrificed yourself, and, and you were able to save everybody. You know, maybe those kinds of questions yeah. are in the room when you're trying to figure out how, where to... Yeah, and, and I get less that maybe... That is a valid point that Tony Stark would be the one who actually is conscious of, like, guys, we shouldn't be doing time travel at all because of the consequences. I may be smart enough to figure out how to do it, but that doesn't mean I should do it. That sort of makes sense, and I I can get behind that as well. But have that conversation there as opposed to having it with um, Tilda Swinton and the Hulk on a rooftop. Explain that then at that point, being like, what's the morality of it? And I give that conflict to Tony so that when he does decide that, yeah, I'm going to help you, then it becomes so much more impactful. I just wanted to reiterate the ambiguity of how time travel works actually is executed in the movie because we talked about this before and there's disagreement between you and me on how it actually functions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Even with the writers I hear, it's uh, ambiguity. Well, yeah, that's not a good, that's not good if the people who wrote it and it's a finished movie Well, there, agree there are tons of writers, so I'm sure they like their... Oh yeah, it doesn't affect. Or unless like somebody's like, I would have done it this way. But But I I I wrote the end part. (laughs) You did that. (laughs) But one thing they definitely should have worked on is making an unambiguous message about how the time travel actually works. Like, what are the ramifications of it? I mean, never mind the morality of it, because what they're doing is very morally dubious to begin with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, either way, yeah. 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 But going to other dimensions, timelines, right? So. You know, branching off from their own and affecting the future of that timeline, perhaps very negatively, but what the hell do they care? It makes a whole lot more sense than the mixed message we get from this movie where it's definitely implied at the end, implied at the end that Captain America comes back to his own timeline. Mm-hmm. As an old man, he aged all the way up and he's, he's... So that means that where he was traveling was always their timeline. That's how I read it. And I don't know how you really... I mean, unless you... You kind of have to add a whole bunch of information that really isn't even there to come to a different conclusion. Albeit, it makes a lot more sense if you do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I agree with you there. It's just that's one thing that they needed to nail and they, they did the opposite of that. It's It seems like it has to be your own timeline. I mean, that's... Based on the information we have, based on what the characters do, it seems like it is our own timeline. In which case, they, they made so they did so much shit to the past. There's no way the past would have looked like the future, the present would have looked like the present they have. I mean, they killed Thanos, which is if that was their universe, none of that shit would have happened that made people disappear in the first place. That wouldn't have happened. So, like, wrap your head around that. You turn your brain into a pretzel trying to make sense of any of this shit. So, which any time travel movie would do? Yeah, like, that's but. What I, but the workaround is, it's happening to other people in other universes. And, and that's, that's how you... still, you that's, rationalize it. That's but how you like... rationalize it. And, and that's also how you get around 
worrying about what I do in the past affects me in the future or affects people I know in the future or whatever. It doesn't in that case. But that would be fun then to visit that timeline because then the villains in that timeline become the Avengers that come and like ruin their timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so the Avengers are the bad guys because they're like, who the fuck is this That guy? does make you wonder actually. Yeah, they could be making enemies in other timelines that are themselves. Yeah. yeah. They could in the future travel to the or in the past. I mean, who even knows? <laughs> travel to their timeline and kill them or do whatever. Enslave them. That's how comic books work though, right? It's yeah, all it alternative universes, yeah. they're all what-ifs. Star Trek is, is great for exploring all of that stuff. They did a lot of that stuff, you know, when there was like the multiple, all the different enterprises. Yeah. And they all converged, all the different yeah. timelines, and some of them were bad guys, some of yeah. them were... Some of them were slightly different, yeah. and some of the crew were dead, yeah. some of the crew were just different crew. Yeah. 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 That, that would have been the uh, yeah, right? better way. So there you have it. Those were our gripes. It took a whole episode. Jeez. Uh, before I let you go, I just wanted to fact check one thing. Les was right after all. Odin's line in the 2011 Thor film is this. Whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. So, good job, Les. Win for you. If you have any of your own gripes, tweet us at Solace Animation using the hashtag Avengers Endgame Gripe. Tune in next week for our rewrites where Chris and Lou present their own versions of Avengers Endgame. This film may have had a lot of issues, but like we said, we can fix it. See ya.